Hey, what's up, guys? October 30th, 2021. You know, we did a little bit of candy chasing today. Barbecued a little bit, you know. Watched the Texas Tech game. They were out there in Norman, Oklahoma. They went ahead and got the shit kicked out of them. Holy fuck. Which, I'm going to watch the game either way, so die hard. Either way, it was a good fucking day. My kids were all bratty and ate a bunch of candy and everything was awesome. Big, big, big successful day. Now, I know a lot of you guys are out there partying, drinking, and making bad decisions. Well, think twice before you go drinking and driving or just doing anything stupid that's going to last with you for the rest of your life. Because getting a ticket and being in jail and going through all the court fees is not worth it. Not only that, but being squished into the floor like butter isn't worth it either. So Uber, Lyft, or get a friend to drive you home. Responsibilities, guys. Responsibilities. I don't know how many times Uber saved me, but I'm pretty sure a fuckload, you know? Every time. <laughs> but uh, I just wanted to step into this conversation about um, being the psychopath that I am. <laughs> just kidding. But uh, I've been through so much shit over the years. And I'm not saying I'm crazy, but I'm a little bit diminished. I'm that type where I'm like, I'll think about it, but I won't act on it. You know what I mean? It's like, fuck, dude. Like, I don't know. And this is where I get my creative side from. Because whenever I think wild fucking thoughts, I usually use those thoughts in stories or uh, characters that I have. But I don't use it to the to uh, an extent to where it's real, as in, like I'm actually that person or I'm making it true. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I will notice it and I will, I won't ignore it, but I will like draw it out and be like, oh, okay, well let me just ha 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 this or let me smooth it out and like I'm noticing it so let, I'm noticing this shit so let me just write it out let me structure it let me let me put it on a piece of paper that way it's not entirely me because if I don't then it's just me being fucking me and I'm just like ah and then I freak out and I turn on the light and I'm fucking like 83 years old or some shit what I mean by this is, like, sometimes I get so emotionally fucking just drained. I just want to be completely, I just want to be somebody else. But obviously you can't. But why not? <laughs> you know, you see what I mean? Like, so, like, I'll have moments where I'll just want to feel different and not me for the moment. So I'll conjure a fucking character up and just 
let it ride for however long it takes for me to fucking calm the fuck down. Because if not, I'm just going to like fucking lose my wig and I'm going to break down and I'm going to have a little fucking panic attack and shit. Nobody wants that. You know, I always have these little jokes about it. And people are like, do you even have these things or these little episodes you always talk about? I was like, if I didn't talk about them, then, I mean, what's the point? It's like some people are like sensitive and uh, some people just, you know, they don't talk about it because, you know, I'm just like, no, 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 no. Any bad shit that ever happens to you or da-da-da, why the fuck would you want to keep it? On the low. You know what I mean? Some people are fucking weak, so I get it. But at the same time, it's more of a caution to everybody else. Not only that, but it's just like, if you put it out there and everybody's like, oh, okay, having a little understanding about it, it doesn't seem so tense whenever you're somewhere. Example. I have a horrible past of being vulnerable to addiction. And I used to always, whenever I used to go out with buddies and see old friends, we start drinking, we start getting our little buzz on, I'll start talking about it. You know, something will bring it up and I'll just start talking about it, da 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 da. And then the reasonings behind why, blah, 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 like verbatim of why and what happened, da da da. And my buddy comes up to me and is just like, hey, man, um, you know, you don't have to, like, tell us all this, right? I'm just like, oh, Anna. I guess he was just, I guess he was just um, feeling that it was a little bit too much. Not, like, too much information, but it was just like, whoa, that's a little bit, like, sensitive shit. That's a little bit too personal. Like, do you think these dudes need to know that happened to you? No, 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 no. I'm just like, yeah, I think so. Because if I tell them exactly what went, you know what I mean? Like what happened, what wrong, what, like how I handled it, which was probably wrong. Like if I put it out there, dude, like it's. I'm not trying to put it out there for you to be like, woohoo, boo. No, I'm putting it out there as a lesson. Because whenever I watched my brother growing up and he fucked up, like let's say he stole some shit from his school, like a dumbass, and he got in trouble, da-da-da, tickets, he got all this bullshit fell on him. I learned a lesson from his mistake. So I see it as if I tell people the struggle I went through in a specific like hard time in my life, I'm not telling you because I'm bragging about it or I'm not telling you because I'm, I want you to feel sorry for me. No, I'm telling you because somehow or some way it came up. And the only reason I'm saying it out loud and is just because it's a lesson and it is what it is. That's, there's no other reasoning behind it. There's no special little meanings or little fucking hidden messages. No, that's not how I play shit out. And that's 
one of the issues I have in my last relationships is everything I said was totally fucking just misinformed. Like, it was just like, oh, well, this means that. So you meant this. And I'm just like, what the fuck? That's not even, no, that's, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> like, that's, whenever I say something, that's what it is. Oh, well, it's, uh, uh, it came off as, um, uh, passive aggressive. No, 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 it didn't. You know, like passive aggressive, like passive aggressive has a tone to it. You know that, right? Where it's just like, Hey, Samantha, what a nice shirt you got. Mm. You know, like you know, shit like that. Like that's passive aggressive. Like whenever I say like, Hey, I apologize, but I forgot to put the dishes in the dishwasher. I didn't mean to forget, you know, I'm sorry. It just happens. I'm human. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck is that about? Like every little deep me. Okay. Like say if I, um, I don't know, just, it just fucking crazy shit. Like I would say one thing and it would be interpreted another way. I'm just like, holy shit. This person is only capable of hearing what they want to hear. Fucked up thing is, she's telling me that's how I am. And I'm just like, all right, let me just go bury my head in the fucking ground because this is getting crazy. Anyway, let's move off that topic. If I ever tell you anything about my past, that's negative, not negative, but like just sad or anything like that. Just know I'm not telling you just so you can feel sorry for me. I'm telling you because it's a story. And it's something you can listen to and be like, holy shit, that's crazy. You know? And the same goes for whenever I hear someone talk about how they grew up or like what happened to them. Or, you know, what traumatized them? What fucked them up? as a fucking child or whatever. I don't look at it as like, oh man, you need a fucking hug? No, well, I mean, maybe, but mostly I'm just like, holy shit. It's just, I'm, I'm more like drawn in by what's going on, not by what I'm feeling about it. Like it is fucked up, but I mean, it's like, dude, the fucking world's fucked up. So there's not much you can say you know, that has happened to you, or there's not much I can say that has happened to me that is going to, like, fucking blow anybody's mind because shit happens, man, like, and either we're strong enough to overcome and share that experience and be able to, like, talk about it, or we're not, and we're weak, and we're just going to not talk about it. And we're going to bury that shit and we're never, ever going to say anything. And we're going to slowly suppress it until it just fucking kills us. Either way, they both work. Because I do a bit of both. I'm not going to lie. But majority of the shit that I've been through, I share. There's probably about 5% that I don't, which I was going to get into that. But I kept listening to that segment and I was just like, no, the world's not ready for that one yet. 
or at least the world. The world's probably fucking the world don't give a shit. The world has other issues, you know what I mean? Like bigger issues. But what I meant is my family isn't ready for that segment. So I was just like, nope, fucking delete and save for another day. If my family were here that shit, they'd be just questions. And I'm like, ah, fuck, here we go. I'd rather talk about fucking saggy balls or a fucking, a shitty fucking, you know, fucking, uh, I don't know, anything else but that. (laughs) Anything to do with my family. Because it's some hairy shit. And I was just like, no, I don't want to let that out yet because... No. Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Not today, motherfucker. But yeah, totally out of my fucking mind about my life right now. But that goes for a lot of us, so not one to complain. Anyways, parties. I got invited to a couple of parties today, but I didn't want to go because I wanted to make this podcast and now I'm just like yeah fuck that I'm gonna stay in get this done get this shit out but since we're on that category parties I think it's insane how I'm a millennial right okay so about half of my life was without media the other half obviously media and what i mean by that is like phones or fucking just constant connection with everybody just a fucking just always in touch or just like a fucking away from just being like hey what's up or where you at what's going on you know like from fucking 93 all the way up until about what i'd say 2008 I believe. I think it was 2008. One of those fucking years when they first started coming out with fucking. Um, what is it called? The fucking uh, smartphones. Not not the Blackberries. Not the fucking. None of the, you know. None of those. I'm talking about like actual, like scroll. You just use your. You just need to use your finger. Just scroll. Just go ahead and just scroll. You know. So. From then to there, you either had a fucking Motorola Razor or you had a fucking just a flip, just a, a variety of flip phones or Blackberries or fucking whatever berries. I don't even remember what they were, but just weird ass fucked up fucking T9 fucking phones. Not only that, but I never had one because I was fucking poor, so. That was just out of the question. So it was either like I had to just know where my friends were going to be and know and just hope they're fucking there. Or I don't. <laughs> that was just it. I remember going to a fucking a friend's birthday party. And it wasn't even the fucking... <laughs> He told me a fucking Saturday, and apparently he got moved to a Sunday or some shit. And it was at White Lanes Bowling Alley. So here we go, my fucking dumb ass. Making my dad waste gas, take my big ass over there to meet my friends. 
Oh, look, none of my friends are here. So, not only am I like, oh shit, my dad's gonna be fucking pissed. I was super fucking embarrassed. Because what asshole of a friend does that shit? You know what I mean? I felt like, fuck this guy. You know what I mean? He don't want me to fuck. Like, fuck this guy. <laughs> and I remember seeing him in class. He was just like, oh my bad, bu- 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 bu. I was just like, bro. Come on, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's 2006. We're kids. Like, you gotta really have this information pretty fucking square. Like, the fuck kind of shit? And it happened multiple times. I remember... Okay, so back in the day, about partying. This is how we used to party. We used to all get together at school and be like, Hey, man, what are we going to do this weekend? I don't know, bro. Hey... You know what? Let's all get some money together, or 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 a homeboys that he has most of. It, he'll get fucking, he'll have uh fifty bucks. Da da da. If he can chip in, we're all chipping. Next thing you know, we have like eighty bucks, or fucking one hundred and thirty bucks. Cool. So we'll get one of our fucking cool ass moms, which is, which was mainly like my homeboy Adam's mom, to like rent us a fucking room and like at a La Quinta Inn and buy us like two fucking 30 packs of Budweiser or Bud Light or whatever in a bottle and we'll just get fucked up (laughs) and I'm talking about like fucked up and we were what fucking we were only like 12 13 years old (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we were young ass kids, and, you know. It's we and then we had those friends that were like, like, like super small still. You know, <laughs> they're like fucking as tall as your kneecap. <laughs> you know, my homeboy Brian and Andy. Yeah, they're real short. And I'm not saying you know, oh fuck them. No, I'm saying like that's just what it is. And even being that young, twelve and thirteen, that's even fucking worse. Walking around fucked up. You know what I mean? So that's not on anybody. That's mostly on just visually, you know, like if anybody just, oh, look at that fucking kid just wasted. Hmm. Got to fucking say something about this shit. But that's the difference between party nowadays. Now, party nowadays, you get a little fucking bloop bloop and you get a little message saying, hey, got a fucking party going on at Tanner's house. Whatever, fucking whatever. Nah, bro, we had to work for that shit. We had to, like, fucking plan this shit. This took, like, two weeks of developing. Maybe that's just ghetto kids. Or maybe it was it's it was still easy sailing for rich kids. I don't know. All I know is partying back in the day was either at La Quinta, somebody's house, or just fucking, that's pretty much it. Or we literally were just, we would be kids and we would go to White Lanes and throw some some fucking bowling balls. Or we would have a big ass fucking barbecue at Rogers Park or something. Easy. Easy fix. Most of us got fucking stoned, so we really didn't drink as much as we, uh, as much as I thought we did. But we did get fucking drunk a lot. I don't know why, but. Like, what problems do we have? And I just keep, every time I say that. Like, what the fuck? What problems did I have at 12? And then it fucking 
all the fucking shit comes rushing back to me. I'm like, oh, never mind. I don't know why I should ask. But yeah, like nowadays, like, and not only that, but we're fucking adults now. So it's like, whatever. But this shit would have been this. Okay. Like technology, this fucking phone, this fucking face, all this bullshit, fucking social media and all this bullshit. It would have been so fucking helpful in 2006 on a phone. You know what I mean? Like it was there, you know, but it was only on like desktop and shit. Which fuck that either way. Like, that's not going to help you all. Cool. Because you know what? I was poor. I didn't have a fucking desktop. (laughs) We barely had fucking... We didn't... I watched 34 when I got home. Okay? I didn't fucking watch Cartoon Network. I didn't fucking watch Discovery Channel, bitch. I watched just the fucking Fox News affiliate. Or just static. Or that's it. You know what I mean? I was a kid that stayed up and just watched fucking... uh, What was it? Seinfeld, because that was the only shit on. And then right after that, Frasier. And then right after that, MASH. I didn't have the luxury of just flipping through shit. Well, I didn't even have cable or satellite. It just sucked. We didn't have fucking dish until like, what was it, 2000, 2008 or nine. So, like at the end of junior high, or the beginning of high school. I was never fucking started getting like, you know, decent fucking TV. You know, and that was crazy to think about that shit, actually. You know, it's crazy. I had to, okay, I had to go to a friend's house to make a Facebook profile. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> the struggles. Knowing that, my Facebook profile picture, I had to fucking upload with a fucking digital camera. Ain't that some shit. But yeah, it would have been super helpful with just scrolly, scrolly, so. But, you know, you can't really complain. It's here now, whatever. Don't really need it now, but it's there, so. You kids that are fucking 11, 12, and 13, y'all niggas need to shut the fuck up. Y'all go wipe y'all's ass right. Because, Jesus, y'all have it. Y'all have it all. I wish we would have it. I was excited just to have fucking camera phones on a flip phone at that time. Which was total shit. Grainy ass video. Shitty, shitty shit. And I just look at these kids. I'm just like, man, y'all ungrateful little bastards. But I am thankful for them to have access to more information. You know, so they're more prepared. Rather than being us back then and just having to either just fuck up and learn from it. And just figure it out or just, you know. (laughs) Uh just figure like just have all we had to do is just mess up we didn't have like information like that like bloop at a fucking uh search of a button or whatever the fuck you want to call it we literally had to just have a conversation or go get a goddamn book and look this shit up 
or ride our bikes to our rich kids or our rich friend's fucking house to look it up on their computer. Now we just be like, let's just stop this conversation right now. Let me just look it up right here. Oh, there it is. Told you. I fucking told you he was in that movie. I told you that was him. I told you. Didn't I tell him? Yeah. That would have been the shit to be partying back then. With the shit we got now. But now I'm all old and I'm just like, I can't even party now. Or I don't even want to. I drink alone. I'd rather get drunk alone. Instead of just oops, oops, oops. Figures. I really just want to tell, go back and tell my teachers, like from like grade school and all that. I just want to go up to them like, hey, you remember whenever we were like, say no to drugs and all that? You know what the fucked up thing is? I said yes to majority of those fucking drugs. Except for the needle ones. I'm not saying that's better, but I'm just saying. What the fuck went wrong there? <laughs> anyway. You know, it being Halloween and all, I really do like watching horror, horror flicks. But I've been catching myself watching more emotional movies, like, um, like thrillers and dramas and shit like that. Like, um, I don't know if you ever, if you guys have watched this movie called, um, I think it's a war of tomorrow. I think it's on prime videos, but holy shit. That fucking movie is just like Jesus. And usually I don't like movies. I'd rather, at least not movies that aren't fucking horror. I, I like, I'd love fucking, love that shit. But if it's on the other side of the fence, I like, I like more, I lean towards more of shows. Why? I think it's because whenever it's a show, you get more um, emotionally in, invested because of how long and how drawn out and how like close you get to certain characters and you know certain uh environments that are displayed in those shows it kind of gives you that kind of suspense emotion at on like fucking long fucking periods of time I'm talking about years you know some shows are fucking like years like a fucking 17 seasons you know what i mean rather than movies it's real like wham it's like here's this character this is what's going on but blam blam then here's that that you know it's it's all shoved into a fucking an hour and 30 minutes to about maybe three to four hours if fucking goddamn leonardo is in there you know what i mean so that's why I'd rather lean more towards shows. But this fucking film, The War of Tomorrow, I think it, don't quote me on this, but I think that's what it's called. 
It's fucking intense. If you haven't seen it, go fucking watch it. Even the even the music is fucking great. And it's I love like some movies, I just watch it because I want to hear the fucking music. Like Interstellar, the first 3 times I watched it, I was just listening to the fucking music. Fucking Hans Zimmer, holy shit. Like I just I'm just I just disappear into the sound. I'm like a uh, Gone Girl. Trent Reznor and Atticus Rose. Fucking, I didn't even know the plot line. Of the fucking, I told my ex some bullshit about that thing, about the fucking story, and I was totally wrong. She was like, you know, whenever you told me that he, da, 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 I was just like, yeah, I know, I'm sorry. I wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> I was only listening to the music. I'm sorry. Or, uh, you know, same with Atticus Rose, or Trent Reznor and Atticus Rose with, um, what was that damn movie? I don't remember, but it's on the tip of my goddamn song. I have the record. Whatever, I don't know the, the title to it, but it's pretty much about Facebook. And um, the music is fucking just... Oh. Which I got to get a hold of my ex, because if she fucking sells my records, I'm going to be one pissed off dude. I bought those records. Those are my records. Don't sell my records. All my fucking Nine Inch Nails, Trent Reznor, Atticus Rose records, fucking Pink Floyd, all of them. Please don't fucking sell them. Which I could just buy them back, but still, man, come on, don't sell my shit. She's already about to sell my fucking Beats fucking headphones over the ear. Fucking, uh... Noise cancellation. Pro 3s. Like, Jesus, give my shit back. Anyway, that movie is really intense. And uh, if you haven't seen it, I'm not going to say anything about it. All I got to say is... um, It's just fucking... The energy in it is really like, oh, and it has you on your fucking... The edge of your seat, like, oh, shit. Oh, shit, what's going to (laughs) happen? It's really fucking, it's really good. It's a really good film. So, War Tomorrow. Give it a give it a look. Next time I'll talk about it. Not this time. Somebody will be like, oh man, what are you going to tell me? Fucking spoiling ass. Whatever, dude, you should have fucking watched it. You know what I mean? Don't fucking come crying to me. It came out this year, dude. Get a book. It's starring Chris Pratt, so. Give it a woo. But yeah. I find myself watching movies that like really pull my emotional strings. Like I'm talking about if it makes me cry, then I'm just loving it. I don't know why. Like that movie, I fucking bawled more than once in separate scenes. Like just tearing, just, oh, you know, fucking crying hysterically because holy shit, that's super sad. I think I'm starting to lean towards movies like that. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I'm getting old or some shit, but. Or maybe I just need something to like poke the balloon, like pop that motherfucker so I could just cry. But then again, I don't need to do all that. I've cried willingly before. I don't need a movie for me to cry. But I do like it. If a movie can make me cry. Jesus, I love that movie.
If a movie can make me fucking cry laughing, <laughs> same shit. And if a movie can make me cry because I'm scared out of my ass, ditto. And especially in horror movies, the sound, the fucking music in those motherfuckers are just so peculiar. And I just want to like fondle the balls of whoever the fucking made that fucking score. Like, what were you thinking, bro? What were you tripping on watching this shit, making the music to this fucking thing? Crazy fuck. I don't know. It's always been my dream to be um, the guy that made scores to movies or films or just video. So every time I listen to something, I'll watch something. Even if it's a fucking commercial, I'll sit there and listen to the sound. And sometimes it's either just bland or sometimes it's just like cliche or just normal, you know, huh? And sometimes just like different. I'm like, whoa. This Doritos commercial is really hitting home for some fucked up reason. I think it's the music. Yeah, yeah, it's the music. And then they got little pauses in there and they got little it's just uh, I think the way music is used to uh advertise is so beautiful because um, it controls your emotion and that's where it all starts and then visually you're seeing yeah, a movie or whatever you're watching but behind that motherfucker the thing you can't touch but you can only hear that's what's driving your fucking emotion into the goddamn Cinematic adventure, whatever the fuck you're doing. Just like porn. Like, have you ever fucking listened to just... I mean, have you ever just watched porn with no music? Or no, no sound? Exactly. Exactly. Try it. Go look up some porn and, and just turn it all the way down and watch it. See? Like, get a, get a fucking a timer and time your boner. Or nipple, whatever. You're horny. I don't know how to how girls do it, but just just see how the difference of like length of time it takes you to get fucking turned on. Like just no sound, and then turn that bitch all the way up, and see how like the difference. And I guarantee you, there's a big fucking difference. Jesus Christ, how did we go from movies to porn? That was like in ten minutes. Jesus Christ. All right. I digress. Oh. But yeah. I love movies that can really pluck my little heartstrings, especially at a time like now. So I really don't have friends nearby. I'm losing a lot of love and places I don't want to, but that's out of my control, so I'm just kind of like a piece in that drift in my own head. In reality, I'm kind of on fire and 
there's a fucking nun peeing on me, but in my soul, I'm having to just meditate. Just kind of ride out this storm. Because in the end, it's the wall behind me is never going to stop. And that goes for everybody. It's just going to keep going and going and going until I clutch my chest and I'm just like, oh, fucking McDonald's and I die or some shit, you know? Or I drink way too much and I throw up into my goddamn fucking vertically and I die. Or I just do too much drugs and my fucking heart just, bam, and I die. However the fuck I'm going to die. I don't know how I'm going to die, but it's a coming. And uh kind of look forward to it, to be honest with you. Not saying I want to kill myself, but I'm just saying if it's coming, it's coming. I'm kind of like, I'm kind of interested of what it's, how it's going to play out, how it's going to feel, what's going to happen, how long it's going to take. What I'm going to be thinking in the moment. If I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do? If I know I'm dying, I'm going to fucking just shit my pants <laughs> for the hell of it. I mean, I mean, why, why not? You know what I mean? You're going to shit yourself. I'm going to be like, hold on, guys. Oh, shit. I want to do this before I actually just do it when I'm dead. <laughs> At least make a laugh, you know, make someone laugh. Or not, it's probably going to be like, oh, this fucking guy, I'm crying and now it stinks in here, you fucking dick. Yeah, emotional fucking time, ain't it? No, I can't do that. <laughs> as much as I'd want to. I always tell my uh, close loved ones, like, I'm going to haunt the hell out of you if I die first. Just so you know. And it's not going to be like, ooh, or like type of haunting. It's going to be like, random like i'm gonna fuck with you type shit like pranks and shit you know like i'm gonna put a rubber band around the fucking chingaletta around the faucet thing you know stupid shit like that and you're never gonna know probably you're just gonna be like, who the fuck did that and i'm gonna be like hey that shit was me bitch I'm going to be the silliest of ghosts. Because, I mean, why not? It's my afterlife. I think I have a say in what I do. And not only that, but I don't know what the fuck's going to happen after I die. This is just me bullshitting. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm kind of curious about that shit, too. All I know is, is I'm here. So something happens. I wasn't here, and then I was here, and then eventually I'm not going to be here. So there's there has to be something after that, you know what I mean? <laughs> what am I, just going to be dormant for that millions of years, and then just bloop? Hey, look, you get a life for just, you know, a little, not even a fucking just cunt hair of time. Like, we're only alive for just... Uh, just like like a fucking 
like like a one fourth of a fucking wink of an eye. We're not even alive that long. You know what I mean? Like, there's so much time from the beginning of time to now. From like our lifespan, like how long we're gonna live, it's only like, like not even the fucking cherry on top. It's like just like a dip. And even so, humans, like from like how long humans have been fucking here, like that, even that is only a sliver in time. <laughs> Like, you know how long it took for fucking humans to be? It took fucking millions of years. There's so much time. It's just like, we're not even, we're like, we're, we don't, we're not shit. We're not shit. You know what's fucked up? We're fucking this place up. <laughs> that a bitch. But yeah. Whatever. If you think. Give me an idea of what's going to happen. If you say go to heaven, I'm going to tell you to go fuck yourself. Because that's not, that's, no. We, I could have said that. You know what I mean? We all go to heaven. No, dude, come on. Be different. Think outside the box. I'm not saying fuck your religion. I'm just saying, okay, man, we all heard that. You know what I mean? Give me something different. Give me something like unique like instead of just oh we go to hell we go to go to heaven that's that's what happens sonny boy no that's been they've been saying that for fucking forever give me your idea of what happens okay i don't know what happens and i joke about what what I think will happen, but still, I don't know, man. I just don't. And I'm not gonna lie to you and be like, oh, this, that. But I will tell you what I, what maybe might, but it won't be like anything close to what you would think anybody would fucking say. It would be like mumble jumbo thrown on a wall. You know, it would be really, really out of left field. It's not gonna be fucking. Typical, I'll tell you that. Why would it be? Just think about it. Birth was weird. I'm nothing and now I'm something. I don't know. It's like the Big Bang. Nothing and then something. So something came from nothing. So does nothing come from something? Who knows? Is it a paradox? What are we in a fucking... I don't know. I guess we'll all fucking figure it out. One of these days, guys. One of these days. Maybe tomorrow. For you. Just joking. Hope you live. As long as you wanna. I just don't wanna be around whenever I can't wipe my own ass. If I can't wipe my own ass, take me to the fucking bag and put a bullet in my head, okay? Because deep down, I'm gonna be like, Fuck. This is embarrassing. Anyway, guys, next week I'm going to have 
uh, some more shit to talk about. More on the um, musical side of things and uh, <clears throat> in the art category and shit like that. We're going to break down some things that I've been really looking into. I just don't want to do that tonight because my stomach is starting to fucking be heard into my mic and I need to go eat a cow or some pussy or something. So I got to go, I got to go handle that and uh, indulge in some drugs. Probably that's probably what I'm going to go do too. So if you got them, smoke them. If you got a bag of something, if you got, if you got a bag of God, do it, but do it in moderation. Don't fuck around. Okay. We got shit to do tomorrow. Okay. You got, you got, you got responsibilities like listening to this shit and smiling while you do it, because that's the reason why I do this. Okay. Well, yeah, that's pretty much the reason why I do it. Anyway, y'all sons of bitches, get a fucking Uber home. Happy Halloween, goddammit. So, it was 2004, around Christmas time, December. And growing up, we were very poor. We didn't have very much money, even though my dad busted his ass. Even my mom had a night job. It just was hard to come by money. <clears throat> anyway, the entire family was in my dad's room watching Christmas movies like you know, Home Alone, Home Alone 2, uh, Miracle on 34th Street, things like that, normal stuff. And we get a call over landline at the time from my mom's friend. I happened to pick up the phone and I was like, hello, I'm a little kid. And she was crying so hard, I didn't understand what she was trying to tell me. Until she eventually said, Sandra, can I talk to Sandra, which is my mom. So, so I run the phone over to my mom and I run back to where I was sitting. I'm pretty sure I probably had cocoa and stuff like that watching this shit. So I continue watching my movie with the, my brothers and sisters. And then I heard my mom and dad started looking a different way. I looked at him and I see my dad kind of lean up in his chair and start shaking his head and my mom started to cry. I was like, what's going on, you know? Well, what happened was, is, you know how most people around here, or I don't know if you guys do it, but our culture, we like to open our gifts on Christmas Eve. Not Christmas Day, which my wife, her family's from California, they like opening their gifts Christmas morning, which is weird to me. Anyway, we all put our gifts Christmas Eve at 12 o'clock. And this is what the same thing that uh, my mom's friend had done. They opened all their gifts on Christmas Eve at 12 or maybe even at 10. And her youngest child at the time, eight month old Timothy, was opening his little gifts, or they were opening for him, you know. And he happened to get a hold of a little piece of plastic, roughly the size of a sesame seed. Not sure where he got it, or where it came from, where it broke off from. One of the toys, apparently. And he had been chewing on it for a little bit, up until 
it got lodged in his windpipe and he started choking and immediately they called 911 emergency uh, EMS showed up I don't know 30 to 40 probably about 30 minutes after he was still fighting for air because they lived just outside of Lubbock so it took him a bit to get there and they got him they tried and they were trying to resuscitate him trying to get that thing out of his throat and then they drove hot ass all the way to either UMC or Covenant I'm not sure which I was too young at the time to even know and and that's where he kind of just passed away he eventually suffocated and they couldn't get it out and save his life and that was the saddest Christmas we have ever had because how do you be happy after that you know how do you open your gifts and smile Christmas morning after some shit like that anyway all that went down and for the next week or so me trying to get sleep was impossible our light had turned off because we didn't pay it or we didn't pay it on time one of those so we didn't have any light and it was pitch dark in our house in our room we lived in a one bedroom house technically two bedrooms but my dad's bedroom is the only one that had a door so I counted as just one bedroom and the rest of the rooms are just open freely there's just little doorways so you could go through and get in well me and my brother and my sister shared a room well correction me and my sister shared a room and my brother was in the other room where the restroom was and we had a dresser in the far back room and then we had, you know, clothes, ETC, toys, probably. Um, my sister was on the furthest wall from me. And I was on the wall that shared the split between the two rooms of my brother and my sister, me and my sister's room. I was against that wall with just a little twin-size bed. We both had twin-size beds. And anyway, it was pitch dark. There wasn't even there was so many crashes in the intersection where the, this house lays that the light pole would never really work. So there's no light beaming in. Nothing. It was just dark. So here I am trying to go to sleep. And what do I hear? Baby coos, just cooing, and like trying to walking, stumbling, and crawling on our floor. And I was so petrified. I didn't even want to look. I didn't want to fucking wake anybody up. I just wanted to fucking disappear from this situation. And it lasted long, as long as it took me to go to sleep. So I don't know how long it took, but roughly fucking 30 to an hour. 30 minutes to an hour. Which, going through all that shit, probably felt like a millennia. It was so vivid and so real that I remember it specifically. I knew I wasn't dreaming because I just knew. I was just like, there's no fucking way this is, I'm, 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 I'm awake. I know I'm awake. I'm, 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 I could tell, you know what I'm saying? And I never tell anybody the next day. I never even bring it up. But it actually drug out for a couple of days. It happened 
for a couple of days, maybe skip a day, then happen and keep happening until it eventually stopped. Well, <clears throat> years go by, and my dad tells me a story about the same shit that happened around the same time about the same kid that he was tickling his feet and shit in his sleep <laughs> with him and his mom, and, or him and my mom. And he was like, you know, go with me, go to the light. Um, Yahweh, you need to move on. And I was like, Jesus, that's crazy because if I would have known that, I would have told you my shit. But I didn't want to tell anybody because I didn't think anybody would believe me, first off. And I didn't want to be saying some shit like that about someone's kid who just passed away, you know? I felt like it'd be rude. But no, it was real. So fucking, my dad went through it and I went through it. So I know I wouldn't asleep. I know it was real. And I don't know why it happened or why it was so real. Because I'm pretty sure this kid didn't know he passed away. I'm pretty sure he didn't even know he was dead. And it was just super sad, man. And that was the first encounter I've ever had with anything untangible or just spiritual. And it scared the living shit out of me. Because up until that day... I didn't know about shit like that. I mean, I know about monsters, ghosts, and stuff on TV and stories. But to actually go through it, never have. And um, the second time I were to go through some something along the lines of the same thing was when my grandpa passed away. And that was in 2008, so four years after the first one. Um, we all had to go down to this town called Roby, Texas, about 20 miles north of Sweetwater, Texas, where we had to have a funeral for my grandpa who had passed away from, um, um, what is it, pancreatic cancer, which pretty much if you get pancreatic cancer, it's it's pretty much a death sentence. You're not good. It's untreatable. It's unfixable. The only thing they could do is make you comfortable for the ride out and that was it and what happened there I was already in 8th grade I was already messing around with gangs I was already fearless I was already finding my own little fuck you type attitude I didn't like the world at the time I was just going through so much issues I was isolating myself most of the elementary into middle school I just liked my isolation and if anybody bothered me I would just check them or fuck them up or just fight and I used to have this little PSP at the time in the era of that everybody had them or it was cool to have one a little portable PlayStation and I had forgot my charger at my cousin's house which is my, which is my grandpa's house. So after we had the comida or just the, the celebration of your loved ones um, finding rest and peace, you know, everybody, everybody was getting drunk and drinking and eating food and just having a good time, just celebrating them finding rest. Well, we drove over to my cousin's house, AKA my grandpa's house to get my charger because we were about to leave back to Lubbock. And uh, my dad was driving this Chevy, red Chevy pickup, um, extended cab. And 
He lets me out. I get out. He closes the door. I walk up the steps, go to the door. And this is a small town, 10 blocks up, 10 blocks wide. Very, very small town. So they don't have fancy, hard, heavy doors with badass, cool locks. No, they don't even have cameras, really. This is a town with 637 population, and it never grows or goes down. So their door, their front door is like a restroom door, like just a real hollow door, wood hollow door with a knob, just one knob. And to lock that door is just like a little click, you just tw twist it inside, and then it, you know how the, lo the knob just hardens, so you can't really turn it. Well, that's what I felt whenever I went up to the door to open it. And I turned around immediately, and I was just like, threw my hands up like, 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 my, like I was like, I don't know, like, whoop. And I was like, it's locked. Looking at my dad, and I see my dad looking at me. And I was like, what do you want? Why, why are you just staring? You know, I could just see him in his cowboy hat on and all dressed up, just looking at me. So I turned around and the door was wide open, like touching the wall wide open. And I was like, oh, OK. So I just la la la, just go in, go to my cousin's room, get my charger. And as soon as I start rolling back, I just felt like a like a chill, like a like a burst of cold air. And I was like, ooh, you know, like, what the hell? And immediately I thought about my grandpa. I was like, that's my grandpa. So I was just like, all right, grandpa, you know, bye. I'll see you later. I'm sorry this happened, you know. I love you. We all love you. We'll see you later, you know. And I go out. I close the door. I get in the truck. Back up. Drive off. Head back to Lubbock. No one says a peep all the way back. Until we get home, about about late, and my dad was like, did you open that door? And I was like, no, dad, I did not open that door. I was just like, I told you, like, this is what happened. You know, I explained to him, and he was just like, hmm, wow, that's interesting. And that was it. But I was just like, are you not fucking like, whoa, that's crazy. That's fucking that's bananas to me. Something or someone was, because... Me and my cousin used to stay at each other's houses during the summer. Like, one half summer, he'll stay over here with us. And then the other half, I'll stay over there with him. Well, when I stayed over there with him, the fucking, that door, if you open it all the way and let it go, it'll naturally close on its own. So there's no, it just blew open or it swung open. Because first off, motherfucker was locked. It would have had to be someone to unlock it, twist it open it and then have it blown open so there's no possible way and there was no one there everybody was where we were so I check it you know I try to debunk it all like oh, I'm wondering I open it let it go start slowly closing naturally I was like alright there's no way it would open on its own because it closes the opposite direction naturally without even touching it so that's whenever I just you know let it go, and I was like, all right, that was totally my grandpa. You know, there's no other explanation. So I just left it at that. So it wasn't as scary as the first time when I was a kid. Four years before that, I was mentally younger. And I was like, ah, you know. Four years after that, I, mean, I was just like, holy crap, that was kind of crazy, you know. Ooh, scary, you know. Oh, that was my grandpa, though. So I was just like, man, I love that dude. So why would I be scared of him? 
I love that guy. He'd always triple my name. When I, what I mean by triple, I mean by like say it three times fast. Like, gooly, 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 gooly. What he's saying is gooly, gooly, gooly. Where he would say my brother's name. Chana, chana, chana. He'd always do that. And that's what I do with my kids now. I'll say that to Wendy. I'll go, Wendy, Wendy, Wendy. It's my daughter, Wednesday. But yeah, that's another one. And that one was, it's, this has to be something with spirits, man. I mean, I don't say ghosts because I think ghosts is fiction. So I say spirits. Because since then, I've seen a couple of spirits in my parents' house. But again, I don't know why. I mean, my family's owned that house for like generations. And my parents and my nephew are always seeing this lady in a white gown walk from my brother's old room into the kitchen and then through the wall. And my mom's seen him or seen her a couple of times. My dad's seen her multiple times. And my ne- nephew is scared shitless because he's seen her a lot. <laughs> And I've never seen her because honestly, when I go to my parents' house, I feel absolute comfort. So I'm not really looking for shit like that. And if anything were to pop off like that, I'd be like, okay, well, cool. I don't know know what the hell you're doing here, but hi, you know, (laughs) while you're, you know, stuck floating around here doing nothing. Because I don't think I know you. (laughs) I don't even think you're part of a family. And I don't know if you... It's like, what's going on here, you know? <laughs> why, are you, why are you haunting around here? It don't make no sense. But, you know, especially all along that property. Because a house across the alley from the vacant lot next door that my dad owns sits a house where a man had committed a murder-suicide of his whole entire family. Even the dog, you know? He killed his kids, his wife, the fucking babysitter. And then he ran down the alley, got stuck on a fence he was trying to climb, and then blew his own head off. And that's a lot of negative ass energy, right? And that's just a rock throw away. And um, anybody that tries to live there never lasts the longest I've ever seen anybody stay there was a year and um, I don't know I'm pretty sure that's some bitches haunted so I don't know maybe there's just a lot of energy there that attracts other spirits around or something but there's definitely a lot of spiritual activity around my parents house that land is so old and so many deaths have, have occurred over the years it's just unreal say this though boy the marijuana they are bringing down from Colorado Jesus I got home and I was trying to put my seatbelt back on I turned the car off already (laughs) no but they had some really good stuff up there I'm pretty sure California does too but Colorado I could throw a rock at it so y'all win
I haven't had bud lately. It's been kind of dry with all this crap going on. And I have a little bit, but it's, you know, it's the last of my shit. And that's going to be a problem. Not really. Not that big of a problem. <laughs> but, you know, it's funner when you have it. I don't think marijuana is terrible. I don't think it is. I think everybody should be able to smoke it. I feel like everybody should be able to try at least once. Not everybody's going to like it, but that doesn't mean it's bad for you. Not everybody likes alcohol, but that shit is horrible for you. Good example. Cocaine. I used to, well, okay, let me just correct myself. I used to like, I fucking love cocaine. I don't do it, but I fucking love it. You know what I mean? I love it so much, I respect it enough to not be near the bitch. Because she will take me around town and wine and dine my ass. So, that takes a lot of balls to be like, yeah, I still love that fucking drug, but, you know, don't don't show me that cheap. You know? Um, But yeah, there's a lot of stuff wrong with that. (laughs) I don't find it too bad. Anyway. Starting the party off, I think there's a lot of business to be to be surfaced up here if, if Texas legalizes uh, the sale of cannabis, and um, I'm really, really, really in support of that because I am a proud cannabis supporter. Uh, I smoke it, eat it, uh, rub it on my elbows, you know, do whatever the fuck my grandma used to do with it. That's that's before her da 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 There's nothing wrong with it. It's been in generations just like how fucking <clears throat> hobbies and uh, traditions have been in your fucking family, okay? Just because there was a stigma wrapped around it doesn't make a fuck. You know, everybody in the fifth grade could keep calling this little girl a whore. Next thing you know, in the seventh grade, everybody's going to think she was a whore. That doesn't mean she's a fucking whore, guys. That just means y'all dumb. And y'all built that shit up around it. Fuck. I don't know. I've, I know some people that think marijuana is worse than alcohol. And tobacco. And blah, blah, blah. And coming from a guy that drank his ass off every weekend. Old tubby ass. Beard gut. Having as Stephen Wilkins. I should have said his full name. Anyway, it just astonishes me how you can think, oh, getting blacked out, drunk, drinking a whole thing of Jim Beam, and almost not really getting it with a girl, and being 26 and being a virgin. Hey, Stephen, if you're hearing this, I hope you got laid. Because, Jesus. Jesus. I used to go home from lunch, get laid, and come back, bro. I used to fuck three times a day. Get you some. That's because I'm married, though. And we're freaks. Anyway. Not sharing freaks. So go fuck yourself, guys. 
We do our own thing. Anyway. Comparison of alcohol and marijuana. It just pisses me off. But, you know, it's just an opinion. I could say every fact, and it won't matter. <laughs> they won't change their mind. They're already, you know, hardwired to think like that. Just like how I was whenever I was 13. I was like, oh, marijuana. They're smoking weed over there. Oh, I better go tell. Uh, you're just naive. You don't know, so you don't want to know. Because of what someone told you before you even got to know. Which sucks. Which happened to me, but I mean, I was at least open-minded enough to, you know, give it a shot and give it a chance. I think everybody deserves a chance, even things. But trying to be gay isn't one thing you should try. That's just in your. That's just who you are. <laughs> Can't just be like, mm, I'm gonna try some dick today. No, it's not gonna happen. Fuck, I miss my girl. Anyway, yeah, I would love to smoke a fat bowl right now with you guys. Curing cancer, everything, everything in the middle. Ooh, and they got these lovely drinks in Colorado. I don't know what the frick they're called. Damn it, my cousin knows what the hell they're called. I should probably get him on the line. Now he's probably asleep and pissed. Fuck him. But anyway, it's like a 12, what is it? About 12 ounces, maybe 16 ounces. Maybe a little, uh, I think it's about 12 ounces. But you just drink about four or five of them motherfuckers. Woo! You're steady rolling through just wherever the fuck you're going. Lost in Denver, downtown. You're here, then you're there, then you're over there, and you're here, and you're up there. How'd I get up here? Trippy, trippy shit. It's because you drank that whole thing and then ate, like, four fucking cookies and cream candy bars. Of course you're tripping, bruh. Breaking shit on a bridge. hope you guys are proud supporters of cannabis as well and if not um, I respect your opinion but uh, don't shy away because I have more to like than just that don't dislike me because of my opinions I will never do the same to y'all because I love you guys just like how I love myself <laughs>